afternoon and welcome to Open Book, Friday's edition of Cover to Cover. I'm Amelia Gonzalez, wanting to thank all of you who called in during our summer drive. Muchísimas gracias, and know that we're here because of you. Today, thanks to Hard Knock Radio's Waylon Southern, we take you to Chicago by bringing you some highlights of Youth Speak's 12th Annual Brave New Voices International Youth Poetry Slam Festival that took place earlier this month. Youth Speaks is the nation's leading spoken word organization, convening the top young poets and spoken word artists from across the United States and beyond. Brave New Voices is a one-of-a-kind festival that truly engages everyone involved. Each year, Brave New Voices is held in a different city, highlighting the changing demographics of the country and a new poetic and politic for the 21st century. This year, it took place in Chicago. And now, we go to Oakland's own Shanaka Hodge, introducing the young poets. Y'all ready to rock? I told James and uh, Hadari don't say anything, because I knew I was going to cry. And the crying is kind of funny, because I'm actually really quite hard. Like, I'm, I'm a real-life Oakland gangster, and, um, you know, when you cry on stage at a poetry event, it kind of takes away from your street cred. So, um, I'm real tough for the remainder of the evening. Uh, thank you so much, Brave New Voices. Let's rock it. It's my pleasure, my honor. I'm kind of gushy all over just thinking about it. I get to introduce your MC for the evening. He's been working with young Chicago authors for the better part of the last decade. He's a writer with many books published. His fashion sense is crazy. He's probably talking about you right now in his mind and, and uh, being really, really Jewish. So, you know, that's awesome. Please give it up for the indomitable Kevin Koval. All right. For the first time tonight, y'all, give it up for the team all the way from Honolulu. In 1996, 91,000 people were honored in a memorial service where over 41,000 individual patches were arranged to make a single quilt laid out on the Washington Mall for miles for the world to see. Teresa grasped a rainbow in her palm, 10 multicolored pills to help her ease the pain, one to go with each of her fingers, two, two yellow, yellow, Teresa's favorite flower is dandelion, three, three green, her favorite color, four, four blue, a mimic of her irises, and one that's half black, half white, like her son, who is half of her. Joseph has a cocktail at night with his mother before bed. He is 16, traded martinis for medication at birth. He's been dealing with the assumptions ever since. Teresa empties last month's rent onto her tongue to heal, but that rainbow she's about to dry swallow doesn't remind her of anything she loves. Only the constant momentum of the burden she passed down to her son. No one thinks that's Joseph where the sickness came from. Because we all have our imagination. The images of back alley sexual favors with strangers. But Joseph is just an example of mother-son connections of how bloody births sometimes lead to misfortune. Teresa will always remember her first time. The first time she played seven minutes in heaven with the last bat in a syringe. The first time that silver steel kissed her veins. After kissing her boyfriend, she just didn't know. He was making a patchwork piece of his own with a dozen others. Lace with red ribbon. 
virgin because today a gay teenager with AIDS can't be a virgin. So, so Joseph, Joseph wears his roots, a patchwork quilt, sold to the outside of his skin. But no one knows the reasons. No, no one, one knows, knows that Joseph's mother fed AIDS to her son through umbilical cord blood breast All milk. people see is the technicolor flags he carries in his back pocket. They don't see Jesus in his stride. They don't see Teresa. Don't see Joseph. They don't they see, see the people, people behind the statistics of three million children a year infected, caught hiding secrets in blood underneath their skin. Teresa cries knowing she passed down genocide as a dominant trait to the only boy who loved her from broken because she had no idea her first time with IVs would lead to HIV she swore she only tried it just to see never knowing that the danger in IVs is not just in the addictions sometimes there's something else hidden in the syringes two years ago there was an estimated 33 million people living with HIV AIDS and today no one knows. So someday, Joseph and Teresa could be patches on a quilt. Nothing more than memories, mostly forgotten. But what we fail to see is that each three by six panel of memory embroidery represents an individual. Not all like Joseph and Teresa, some born infected. Some transformed by ignorance, buried beneath our feet. Sometimes I wonder if earthquakes of the dead finally brave enough to scream. So today I will scream for the millions who are silent. And by the time this poem is done, three children will have died. Fifteen people have been infected. You will not have seen this on a cover of magazines because of these. These are the stories of forgotten, so take these quilted memories, wrap them around yourself, and ask the hard questions. Do we not take notice because we don't think it could be us? Don't think we could ever be so and so broken. Spread out for miles for God to see our seams. What would you like your legacy to be? Would you like to be remembered by the number of pills you consumed? By the colors of your favorite things? By your first time? By the ribbons laced in your veins? By the stitches that barely held you together? Do you want to be anything more than a number? Remember, they are real people. Just like we are real people. Not just another patchwork piece on a quilt. Give it up for Honolulu. Make some noise for the team from Honolulu, y'all. If you all believe that the people are the recorders of history, that we will tell history as it should be told, make a lot of noise. That's what it means to be a brave new voice. Make a lot of noise for the team from Honolulu, y'all. Strong some love. And so right now, I want to welcome a team up to stage who repped lovely all week long. Please give it up, y'all, for the team from Denver. It is estimated to hold close to 6.7 billion people. 300 million live in the United States. 4,753,377 live in Colorado. 554,636 live in Denver. 2,500 attend my high school. My name is Elizabeth Cheever. I'm 5 feet 7 inches tall. I like running, drinking tea, cupcakes, cadavers, and the Constitution. I spend most of my time kissing and counting my freckles. 
My name is Shelby Handler. I'm five, five and a half. I'm bad at taking compliments. I clean my room when I'm nervous. My name is Sarah Kathleen Gould, and I'm five foot three on a good day. I'm terrible at long division, I have weak ankles, and I've never been in a fist fight. My name is Libby Olga Howard, and I'm a whopping five foot two inches tall. I'm not good at apologizing to anyone. I love sunshine, playing Monopoly, and backpacking through the Rocky Mountains. I can't I don't know the difference between the price of prom dresses and war death. Couldn't find Malaysia on a map if you put a gun to my head. Kids like us don't know the weight of wounds and world history. We, we can, can afford this ignorance. I bought a bracelet made by a woman in Zimbabwe and never wondered what her name was. We, we wear guilt and white ribbons around our wrists like a fashion accessory. Never realizing the burden of our wrongs. There are shanty towns crumpled between the pages of my economics textbook. The stock market falls into the open hands of homeless men. After a rain, shards of ticker tape glitter in the gutters. But we just keep walking, oblivious to anything beyond our peripheral vision. We make the world so simple. I cannot even begin to fathom how small I am, but I walk like I've got real sorrow hanging heavy from my shoulders. As though a broken heart could constitute the weight of the world. There's 6.7 billion other people out there, and I care deeply about my grade point average. With no patience for poverty, we are numb to any genocide, not glamorous enough for tote and headlines. Sometimes, sometimes we find mass graves stitched into the seams of our pockets and we tear them out again. Murder is such a hassle when it melts in the wash. It would take 3,000 brains to equal the mass of the Hiroshima bomb. It only took one to invent it. And it killed 102,000 people. The silhouettes they left behind could paint the floors of the White House 463 times over. I understand that my actions go further than my arm's length. My name is Elizabeth. I volunteer in order to help others, not to relieve my own guilt. I tell people I love them only when I mean it. My name is Shelby. It would take 4.2 trillion in my palm prints to paint the sky, but it only takes one to hold yours. My name is Sarah. In my compassion, I am expensive. My name is Libby. I once watched a sunrise over the Grand Canyon, and I have never broken a pinky promise. Together we are 21 feet, five and a half inches tall. We are trying to make a difference. We are more than the sum of our skeletons. We are learning, loving, touching, making music, breathing, trusting, kissing, caring, building, growing, washing, waiting, writing. We are alive. We are human. We are connected. We are not as small as you think. Definitely in the building. Thank you, Denver. Thank you so much, Denver. Dang. When I say spoken, y'all say word. Spoken. Word. Spoken. Word. When I say spoken, y'all say word. Spoken. Word. Spoken. Word. Let's get it going. Give it up for the team from Leeds. These pieces that we're going to be doing for the next um, bout is what we feel best represents Britain and England. And we're so happy to make it here. Um, so, you know, we're doing it for you at the end of the day. This is our first time on this stage and it's so important to us. So we hope you like it.
This is Britain. And just like you, we too have been wounded. The only difference is no one ever talks about it. We have been growing in the shadows of your falling towers. Blooming through the dust for it travels and settled to Britain. And for the four years since 9-11, we have been blossoming into the frontier of the massacre. Ripening red into a target just waiting to be attacked. And on July 7th, 2005, London became a bullseye. Four men, severed with religion and armed with science, were to become the infamous Islamic suicide bombers from Leeds. An ordinary city from the north of England. They were like four flesh-eating birds who have flown south for the summer. Their names, Tanweer, Lindsay, Khan and Hussein. But the innocent passengers of London's public transport and underground train stations did not ask to be nailed to your cause and sacrifice. They say they learned to build bombs from watching Tom and Jerry on Saturday mornings in the 80s. I bet they did it for the experience, like watch me rend and tear and mangle. Watch me turn arms and legs to odd angles. I am anger and terror and fear and that which seeks to wound the world. They drank quicksilver and made metal of their innards so their bones would cut harder when skeletons became shrapnel. They took, took the, the word of Allah, Allah and, and squeezed it and strangled it until it became like fire, only fit to burn blameless flesh. But before they did all of this, they blessed the skins of their next of kin with gossamer soft kisses and packed their whole lives into backpacks to scatter across London. They bombed us. They threw sharp mirror shards into us. So we could see the repulsive reflection of our country. We had never seen Britain so open and ugly. They said they did it for a cause. Bombed three trains and one bus killed. Killed 52 people and injured 700 for a cause. A cause that has now died along with them, I guess. Counting backwards has been easy for Palestine, but not for us. We have yet to become familiar with the countdown of a ticking bomb. But it's as if until now. We have forgotten just how 10, 9, 8, 7, 6, 5, 4, 3, 2, 1. Tick, 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 tick. Can bring back painful nostalgic memories we tried so hard to forget and bury. Life. The thousands of bombs and hundreds dead left by the IRA. Life. The anarchist attacks of the angry brigade. Life. David Copeland's neo-Nazi nail bomb attacks. But, but we, we are not, not you. We, we are, are not Americans. We, we are, are stiff upper lip. Never, never tell a stranger too much. Bury our worst catastrophes alive then close the casket Britain. We will not screen print the images of our darkest hour onto t-shirts to be stretched out of context by the chests of obese tourists. No! We will lock it where it belongs, where it was born, in the underground, and speak never of it again. This is Britain. And just like you, we too have been wounded. The only difference is we are too proud to ever talk about it. You're listening to highlights of the Brave New Voices International Youth Poetry Slam Festival that took place in Chicago earlier this month. Here on Open Book, Friday's edition of Cover to Cover. I'm Amelia Gonzalez.
More poetry coming your way, including this poem from an evening titled Speak Green. Stay with us. How y'all feeling? You feeling good? You like my green dress? It's a Speak Green, green dress. That's what this is. Welcome to Brave New Voices Speak Green. Y'all feeling good? Yo, we got a great show coming up for y'all, um, young people down here. Y'all ready for the show? I'm not going to talk that much, but I do want to say just one thing before we get started. That every poet that is about to get on the stage is already a winner. Um, Brandon Santiago and some other staff members in the at UC office, we sat and sifted tirelessly through over 70 poems. 70 poems with young people speaking to the issues of the environment, of global warming, about how they feel, about whether or not they're included in that conversation. And there was a bunch of brilliant poems, and it was a really, really hard thing for us to do to narrow it down to 13. So the people that are on this stage are already winners. So clap it up right now for everybody that is going to get on and for everybody that didn't get on because it is not easy to make it this far. Y'all hear what I'm saying? That being said... What you're going to hear is a lot of beautiful, beautiful poems. And young people, it is up to you to support every single young person that gets on this stage because they are representing you in this conversation where they're rarely invited. Does that make sense? Young people say yes. Okay, great. Y'all ready to get started? Okay. Our first poet of the evening. 20 years old out of Nashville, Tennessee. Please put your hands together for Zuki Madunku. Chicago. How could you ever worry about holes developing in your ozone layer when your own sons and daughters are worrying about bullet holes opening their skin layers? You've been declared the ninth greenest city in America where your power plants produce twice the energy with only using a third of the carbon, where you fortunately rid your air of the deadliest of toxins, cleaned up your garbage, but in the end, what good is clean oxygen today if tomorrow you can end up dead? Where your young people are more likely to sleep in a coffin at night than their own bed, Chicago. You have a small covered sunset smiling from your underbelly. A leviathan of a sunken city, awkwardly slapped in a portrait of paint strokes and gunshots that become the screeching theme music to this broken record we call a nightmare. As we breathe in the air, with the forested concrete jungle, where wire playground fences have become zoo cages, where hope simmers slowly under sun-kissed gunfire, as a cake remnants of what you, what this city could possibly be. So tell that sun to shine down on us, cracked glass memories, like a mirror gazing into what's past, waiting for seven years of bad luck, Chicago. You have an urban heat island blocking your windpipes. You have a sunspot ducking in the corner of your eye. You have a heat wave welling the steel bones of your ribcage, Chicago. You have a radioactive sunflower basking in your veins during midday, because from the age of five to 16... I spent my summers at my father's apartment on Lakeshore Drive. And I remember those times I was spending on Oak Street Beach where my toes would gently kiss your shoreline. But when I got older, I discovered your other side. The one you neglected to tell me about. The one I had to find out for myself. It was a day I realized what the word pollution really meant. When I spent the night over my friend Donovan's and saw cases of bullet shells piled on the street as the gun smoke wrapped itself around my fragile asthmatic lungs like nooses until I couldn't breathe. So you see, while I'm proud of you being named the green thumb of America, 
I cringe whenever I hear the number of young people who get evaporated out of their Nikes like greenhouse gases. And as time passes, I wonder if anyone will remember their heartbeats coming from their black Latin skin, attached to their black and Hispanic skin like trash bags, where young lives are disposable as cell phone batteries and crashed hard drives, while their insides burn as if they have discarded plasma TVs in their stomachs, hoping the whole world is watching them. Janelle Ford, Corey Hatter, Odero Hillard, Andre Malcolm, Duval Robinson, Esteban Martinez, Itzel Fernandez, Rachel Buchamp, Johnny Edwards, Christina Campos, Alex Aureliano, just a fraction of the young people this year alone who have ended up in the graveyards that have become your landfills. And I'm waiting for the day when these young people's stories stop being incidents of circumstance, become haunting solar specters of the city's past, victims of a world on fire, bloated from swallowing the sun, but the only heat they ever died from was the one that shined from a barrel of a gun. So as your steel bones groan and quiver, I'll remember that you'll always be my home away from home, where I saw that light shine from the, your sternum as the windows opened its eyes. So as your light shines on me, I hope that you'll always remember that you'll always be my home away from home. Ladies and gentlemen, we have a big treat right now for you. Another team who repped lovely all week long. We're very happy to have them at the Chicago Theater right now. Please welcome our Southwest brethren. Give it up for Santa Fe, the team from Santa Fe. A blessing for you, BNB. I'm so happy that I'm here. <laughs> the ancient dwellings molded by bear paw and painted by eagle feather. We are from the we are from the unknown crevices. 
princes of America, from the ancient dwellings molded by bear paw and painted by eagle feather, we come from Havasupai, bottom of the Grand Canyon, Dirdanakia, Itoi's birthplace, Lake Valley, Beya Kit, Hushkoi, Danasha, from supple brown skin, blood stained fingertips, and green eyes that foam the ocean's waves, from the bitter smoke of burnt cedar and sweet grass, dancing from the teepee, I come from a water drum tied with rocks, vocal cord vibrations bounce to the sky, from the people of the blue-green water, the 600 riding ribbons of wind, from a village adorned with green leaves, red rocks, white walls, yellow sun, I come from walls chipped slowly, painting the timeline of history, eight miles down, from a dusty desert land, where water is sacred blessing, feeding the ground, with life, and religion, from saguaro petals that open to offer the energy of chukni, the jam, and jelly, of, of our mother, from the blistering air, my tradition, that burns in my lungs, as they struggle to inhale, my ancestors' memories, from ancient homes, rooted into threads of chiseled landscape, from petrified logs, that sing the story of home, in dust-coated voices, from smudgy mirage painting, of blue sky and red earth, I come from the skin of sunlight, that pours over the oceanic skeleton of land, from grandpa's medicine, and grandma's sweet voice, from ancient convictions wrapped in colorful shawls, protected by prayers, from an abandoned hogan, on top of the world, singing forgotten prayers, to the stars, from rams roaming sketchy rock walls, that hold my people's ancestral stories, from a mule train winding down to people breeding crops, of corn, watermelon, and pomegranate, I come from the birthplace of people and water as one, maneuvering a course of freedom, down a path of hands, cleansing the Canyon. I come from Hudanikatanyo, desert people's home, filled with unshaved dirt in our creator's care. From, from young, young ones who learn, we have our hands to build baskets and sing to Itoi, bless me, bless, bless us. From feet that sway back and forth with, with the drum beats. From baskets woven in ancient colored designs. Fluttering from, from our fingertips. fingertips. From clouds printing the sky with brown and blue waves. Fluttering stories from our past. Adeika. One day, from the steady twirl of the wool spindle, Manelli's ageless hands coaxed to life from color, bleeding through the Hogan stained glass window onto worn tiles. From, from deep wrinkles of the land and of my chaise face, we, we are, are from, from enveloped away seas, forgotten and overran by steel skyscrapers. We, we are from the spaces between swift weaving fingers. We, we are, are from, from the indigo innards of thunderclouds. We are from beating moccasins, matching the steps of raindrops. From the ancient dwellings molded by bare and painted by eagle feather. We are from the unknown crevices of America. Give a lot of love to the team from Santa Fe, New Mexico. It's very serious. It's very beautiful. Ladies and gentlemen, I have a question. Do you know what the winner at Brave New Voices gets? Nothing. Exactly. We do this because we believe in democracy. We believe in the stories of all people. We believe that this is what America and the world looks and sounds like. This is probably the most 
diverse stage that Chicago has ever seen. Let's be honest, right? It's rare that we all sit together in one room and talk about who we are and where we come from and hear from so many people. If you believe in the power of young people to change the world, make a lot of noise right now. You've been listening to excerpts of the Brave New Voices International Youth Poetry Slam Festival that was produced by Youth Speaks, the nation's leading spoken word organization. This festival took place in Chicago earlier this month. For more information about Brave New Voices or Youth Speaks, you can go to www.bravenewvoicesoneword.org. Many thanks to Wayland Southern for recording and providing the sound and to you for listening and supporting us. This has been Open Book, Friday's edition of Cover to Cover with Erica Bridgman at the control. I've been your host, Amelia Gonzalez. Thanks for listening. I'm going to show you how to light the fire. Stand up, take your first step out the door. I'm going to show you how a gangster walks. Hands up, like you're under arrest. Keep them there in the air like a gun to your chest. Stand up, put the brown and black. Boy, you unite and fight till we take it back. Till we take it back. Till we take it back. Hello, receptive ears everywhere. This is an invitation to join your Full Circle crew, Friday, July 31st at 7 p.m., as we hear from the youth of Out Loud. Out Loud is a youth-driven media project that lets LGBT young people represent for themselves using radio documentaries, audio art, and web radio to advance social justice. So that's Friday, July 31st at 7 p.m., here on Full Circle. Ever wonder what your financial support allows KPFA to do? The freedom to tell it like it is. Being a listener-sponsored radio station, KPFA...